Welcome to the Pizza Bros Podcast. I am Ed, the illustrious manager of Pizza Bros Chesterwood. And I'm illustrious today because I finally get the thing that I've been deserving for so very, 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 very long. Something that I really thought Beth was going to be able to help me out with, but she obviously can't. I tried, Ed. You know I tried. Yeah, and then you managed to ruin everything in the process. But anyways, find out about that later. So this is uh, episode 19, Ed, Fred, Ned, and Ted. And we wrote a little theme song for it because I'm so excited. Ready? Three, two, one. Ed, Fred, Ned, and Ted. Ed, Fred, Ned, and Ted. Ed, Fred, Ned, Ted. Fred, Ned, and Ted. Ed, Fred, Ned, and Ted. Ed, Fred, Ned, Ted. Being a general manager at Pizza Bros or any restaurant is a really difficult job. You've got to manage the expectations of the owners or your immediate supervisor and the demands and needs of your employees. This can put you in a situation where everything else outside of the restaurant suffers from neglect, especially your loved ones, but mostly yourself. Every now and then, it's important for someone like Ed to get together with people who he can relate to and blow off some steam. A strange thing happens in corporate restaurants. They tend to hire and promote the same types of people to fill specific roles. For example, shift leads all tend to have similar personalities and dispositions. Assistant managers tend to look similar and act similar, and all the general managers could almost be completely interchangeable between stores. This phenomenon repeats itself all the way to the top of the company. At Pizza Bros, this phenomenon is especially prevalent. Today is a big day. Ed has arranged a video conference with his three favorite friends. They are also general managers at Pizza Bros from all around the region. On the conference is Ed, the manager of the Chesterwood store, Fred, who runs College City, Ned, who took over Ed's job at Farnold, and last but not least is Ted, the manager of Chuck Fallon. Remember how I said that general managers are interchangeable? These four are for absolute certain. Ed is bald on top and has frizzy light brown hair that wraps around the side of his head. Fred is bald and has frizzy black hair. Ned is bald and has frizzy red hair. Ted is no exception to the rule as he has frizzy dark brown hair. They all even have the same disgruntled look and matching stain on their general manager's shirts and ties. Ed begins the meeting. Hey guys, so I was thinking that it's been a while and we should all get together one Tuesday night and blow off some steam. Why Tuesday night? I bet you're wondering to yourself. Well, Tuesdays tend to be the slowest sales day for any business or restaurant. No one knows why. It's just the way it is. A night out sounds fun, says Fred with his deep, gruff voice. Booyah, boy! We should tear up the town, says Ned. You'll soon notice that he's the only one with any energy left, as he's the youngest of the group, and it wouldn't be wrong to say he's also the least dead inside. I'm down to do something. What did you have in mind? asks Ted. I was thinking we should hit up industry night at a bar, Ed suggests. For those of you not in the know, industry night is when employees of restaurants head to specific bars and restaurants to hang out with other restaurant employees. They kick back and blow off some steam. Sometimes it's nice to be around the kinds of people who get what you're going through on a daily basis. I've never been to an industry night before, says Fred. I have a suggestion. Let's go to the nuclear outlaw. It's at a pretty cool place downtown called The Orchard. They have an industry night every Tuesday, suggests Ned. I'm in, says Ted. Okay then, it's decided, says Ed. Now, everyone pull out your calendars and let's see when we can get together. Well, I'm pretty busy the next two months. What about a Tuesday in March? Asks Ted. March is no good for me, and neither is April. I've got all the college sporting events going on. 
That's the busiest time of year for my store, says Fred. Okay, what about May? Asks Ed. May and June are when most of my staff are on vacation, so the next time I'd be available is July, says Ned. Oh, July is out for me. Everyone at my store goes to the lake that month, Ted adds. Hmm, this is pretty tough, says Ed as he looks at his calendar and offers a new date. What about August 11th? It's the end of summer vacation, but before school starts. It should be pretty slow at my store. Thoughts? The other managers look over their calendars and respond. Works for me, says Fred. Me too, says Ted. Aw, snap! August 11th, we're gonna tear up the town, says Ned with excitement. Okay, see you all in six months, says Ed as he ends the video call. Six months later, it's the night they've been waiting for. They all arrive at the Chesterwood store to find Ed giving instructions to Beth. I'm going to be out at the bar, says Ed. I know, says Beth. It's my one night off, says Ed. I know, says Beth. So please, just once, can you handle the store and make sure nothing crazy happens, Ed pleads. It's fine, just go have a good time already, Beth says as she shoos him out the door. Ed turns around and sees the other managers. How are we getting there? Should we all drive together in a car? Who's going to be the DD? Asks Fred. I ordered a mega cab. My app says it should be here in about a minute. Ned informs everyone. They wait for the cab and as it pulls up, Ted is very confused. Wait, I thought you ordered a cab. This is just some guy in his car, says Ted. Yeah, that's what mega cab is. It's an app service. I need a ride, the guy needs money, so he uses his own personal car to take me where I want to go. Handy, huh? Says Ned cheerfully. It's a little weird, but if you say it's okay... Says Ted hesitantly. The driver of the car rolls down the window. You're Ned, right? Yep, that's me, says Ned. Isn't he a little young? Asks Ted. Ah, it's fine. Kids get younger every year, am I right? Says Ed with a laugh. They all get in the car and take off to the nuclear outlaw. Fred interrupts the uncomfortable silence in the car. I made something special for a night out. What? Asks Ed. A mixtape. I call it Freddy's Jams. You'll love it, says Fred cheerfully. Fred leans forward and tries to hand the mega cab driver a CD. Sir, can you play this? The driver looks at the CD with confusion. What are you trying to give me? I don't know what this is. It's a CD, says Fred. Have you really never seen a CD before? The driver looks at it again and thinks for a moment. Suddenly, he realizes. Oh, yeah! That's that old-fashioned way that my dad listens to music. He says it sounds better or something. I don't know. Look, I don't have a CD player, but you can use the aux input or connect to the Bluetooth of my car. Offers the driver. Fred looks back at the driver with a confused, doubtful look. Ox? Bluetooth? Fred leans over to Ed and asks, Tell me, honestly, is one of my teeth dying? Fred pulls open his lips and tries to make Ed look in his mouth. Your teeth are fine, says Ed as he pushes Fred out of his face. They drive the rest of the way to the bar in silence and finally arrive at the nuclear outlaw. The four exit the car and survey the scenery at the bar. It's nighttime and the entire street is lit up with neon signs. Hordes of people are bar hopping and having a good time. They look at the nuclear outlaw, and through its glass windows, they immediately recognize the dead, hopeless look of fellow restaurant employees. In the window is a sign that says, Industry Night, every Tuesday. We made it, boys, says Ed. 
let's go meet some of our people. They all head into the bar with a smile on their faces and hope in their eyes, a feeling that would not last for long. As they enter the door, they're hit by the smell of alcohol and sweat. Their ears are bombarded by the sounds of pounding dance music, people talking, and groups of guys and girls laughing. All the patrons of the bar are covered in tattoos, colored hair, and piercings. The crowd is clearly much younger and much more trendy than they are. Ed, Fred, Ned, and Ted stick out like sore thumbs. The four saddle up to the bar so they could order their first round of drinks. Behind them, they hear people calling for Jaeger bombs, cherry bombs, gold schlager, and rumplement shots. So, uh, should we, uh, should we do shots? Ed asks hesitantly. Not with my ulcer, says Ted. Me either, says Fred. Maybe just some beers, offers Ned. Light beers, insists Ted. Gotta watch my calories these days, he adds as he pats his gut. Ed flags the bartender who's in a hurry and uninterested. What'll it be? Four light beers, please, Ed asks. The bartender rolls his eyes and looks at Ed with disgust. <sighs> we don't carry light beer. Only IPA stout sporters and 24-ounce cans of blue ribbon beer, he replies. Oh, uh, then just give me a minute, Ed asks sheepishly. The bartender is annoyed and walks away from the four. No light beer? Ted asks with confusion. What kind of bar doesn't carry light beer? Ed shrugs. No idea. Blue ribbon cans then? He asks. Sure, agrees Ned. Ed looks back at the bartender to order, but the bartender is clearly avoiding him. He tries to wave, taps his card, makes eye contact, but none of it works. Eventually, Ed sighs and gives up. <sighs> Should we try another place? Ed asks. But before the guys can answer, a stranger next to Ed at the bar interrupts. I've never seen you guys here for industry night. What restaurant do you work at? Who, me? Ed asks with confusion. Yeah, you, insists the man. Oh, Ed says with surprise. The four of us are all general managers at different Pizza Bros locations. Pizza Bros? Scoffs the man with indignation. Yeah, Pizza Bros, you know. We've got the cowboy logo. Ed tries to clarify. No, I know what Pizza Bros is. Do you think that Pizza Bros is a restaurant or something? The man asks condescendingly. Ed looks puzzled. Why would you think that Pizza Bros isn't a restaurant? I personally make and cook pizzas that get delivered and eaten by customers 12 hours a day, sometimes even seven days a week. We sell food. How is it not a restaurant? Ed asks. The man shakes his head dismissively. No, no, no. Selling food doesn't make a place a restaurant. To be a restaurant, you have to have tables, servers, a head chef, etc. Pizza Bros is at best a fast food place like McBurgers, and that place is the worst. What's your problem with McBurgers? Ed asks defensively. McBurgers is one of the most successful restaurant corporations in the history of time! The man laughs derisively and calls over the bartender. Brendan, get over here! Brendan arrives. What's up, Skyler? Skyler points at Ed. This guy likes McBurgers and thinks it's a real restaurant. Brendan and Skyler both cruelly <laughs> Suddenly, Fred's phone rings. He pulls his flip phone out of his pocket and sees that his assistant manager is calling. He sighs and answers the phone reluctantly. <sighs> Barb, I thought I told you I wasn't working tonight. Fred declares as he answers the phone. A shocked look spreads over his face. Wait, wait, say that again? We were robbed? Again? Ugh, I'm on my way back, says Fred with defeat. 
Sorry guys, I got a split. Emergency at the store. You know how it is. He says as he runs out the door of the bar and hops in a cab. That sucks, Ned says to Ted. Where are the beers? Do we even order them yet? Ted asks Ned. Meanwhile, Ed stands his ground. Look, Brendan, Pizza Bros is a real restaurant. Do we make the food? Yes. Do we sell the food? Yes. Therefore, we are a restaurant. Suddenly, Ned's phone rings. He pulls it out of his pocket and sees that it's his assistant manager. Hey, Brittany, what's up? Oh, nothing. Just chilling, nuclear outlaw. Uh-huh. What? Why didn't you lead with that? Ah! Okay, yes, yes. Give me like 45 minutes and I'll be there. Ned hangs up his phone and turns to Ted. Sorry, dude. I got a split. Sewage line backed up into the grease trap again. I told you to get that thing serviced more frequently, Ted lectures. I don't talk for my health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I'll fix it this time. Tell Ed bye for me, Ned replies. Ted waves goodbye to Ned and he heads out the door back to his store. As Ned leaves, Ed continues his heated debate. Look, dude, you're corporate, and corporate eating establishments don't qualify as industry jobs. Brendan explains. Sure, you may sell food, but that doesn't make you in the industry. Ed turns around to get some backup. Where are Fred and Ned? Ed asks Ted. Store emergencies, says Ted. Typical, says Ed. Can you back me up here? These guys say Pizza Bros isn't a real restaurant. Are you serious? I don't sleep on the office floor for my own health, says Ted. But before Ted can help Ed, his phone also rings. Ted sighs and answers his phone. Yeah, Becca, what is it? A fight in the store, really? And they broke the front door glass? <sighs> okay, I'll grab a piece of plywood and my tools on the way back. Ted leaves Ed by himself against Brendan and Skyler. Look, Skyler, a multi-unit restaurant group is more legitimate than some hipster with a ramen noodle stand. So if we're defining industry, I would say that Pizza Bros is more industry than any of you guys in here. We have literally industrialized the pizza making process, says a flustered Ed. But finally, Ed's phone also rings. Hang on, I gotta take this, says Ed as he answers his phone. Hello, Ed asks. Sorry to bother you on your one night out. Beth says apologetically. But we have a, a kind of situation here at the store. I left you in charge of the store for one night. You're supposed to be handling all of the situations while I'm gone, Ed replies. Well, now, please don't freak out, but I accidentally caused the situation myself. Ed sighs and puts his hands over his face from stress. His eye twitches. <sighs> what did you do? Please don't freak out, but I accidentally sent one of the plastic dough trays through the oven, and it kind of melted plastic everywhere, and it emitted toxic fumes, and some of the drivers got sick, and it caused a fire, and now the fire and police departments are here. Beth explains. Beth pauses and continues. And you kind of have to come back to the store, because the police are holding me in custody until they can talk to you. So... Yeah, can you come back to the store? Beth asks. Yeah, give me like uh, 30 minutes, says Ed as he hangs up his phone. Well, Brendan and Skyler, <coughs> it's been wonderful debating with you, but now I have to go back to my restaurant and quite literally deal with a fire. Have a good night, Ed says sarcastically as he flicks his hand dismissively and walks out. 
Ed flags down a cab and heads back to the store. When he gets back to Pizza Bros, he speaks with the police and fire department and surveys the damage. Sorry for ruining your entire night, says Beth. No, it's fine. The night was already ruined, reassures Ed. You know, it's nice to get out every now and then because it helps to remind you of where you're supposed to be. As Ed inspects the pizza oven, the conveyor belt falls off and onto the floor with a loud clang. You're fixing that, says Ed. The end. Ed, I, I'm really sorry about that. You know, I, I guess we're even now. Beth, do you have any idea how much paperwork that I have to fill out? Because it wasn't just that the police and the fire department came, but that drivers got sent home. We had super late deliveries, and now I'm probably going to lose my bonus because of this. And all I wanted to do was go out to a cool part of town with my cool friends and hang out in a cool place and drink beer. But I couldn't even have one beer. <sighs> hipsters are the worst. Yeah, they are. All right, so guys, just uh, ignore the hipsters. Go to like a Chili's or something and drink at something, you know, like quality and local, like a Miller Lite or something like that, right? Some kind of like. I got a, I got a. I got a cooler in my in my trunk. Oh, you do? Yeah, that's way cooler. Is it a... Uh, you got beer in it? Something like that. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll check that out after this is over. So, guys, uh, we're going to go out back and uh, smoke a cigarette or something. And uh, you guys go over to the Real Pizza Bros where you can find printed copies of all these books. Uh, you can find the other episodes. You can subscribe to our newsletter. And don't forget to follow us uh, online, social media, and uh, all those other things. And share this and like this with your friends because remember, guys, without you... We have zero audience. Thanks.